Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Hump Day with Scotty and Swatty, thanks to Sheen Paddle Service. Keeping you on the road, this is show one. And as such, let's set the bar really low. Here's Kevin <laughs> Stop. Morning, boys. Morning. Hello, Ralph. Hello, Swanee. How are you? Not bad, mate. Not bad for a Wednesday. Well, you're relaxed. I know you're relaxed, but I am quite nervous where this could go, Ralph. I'm yeah. a little nervous where this could go. <laughs> do you, it could be do you think the, the, the platform of uh, podcast where you can edit is designed for Dane Swan? Yep. <laughs> Absolutely made for Swanee. Um, but um, I'm looking forward to it. We're going to get into the back of your mind, Swanee. It's a long, scary trip. But, yeah. uh, looking forward to that and talking about all things topical. We're going to probably upset some people, Ralph. Yep. We're going to go after the perennially, perennially outraged. Mm, why not? Because they just annoy the crap out of me. Just find something to whinge about and complain about, be offended about. So people probably don't know that you're mates, that you're a thing. Well, that's a, you've used that term loosely. Yeah. Well, is this is this a fair or unfair statement, okay. my brother? Um your career was perhaps tapering as, as Swanee's was taking well, off? Ta- tapering is probably a strong word um, and probably an accurate word. It had stalled. Um, <laughs> nah, well, we both got to Collingwood in 2002. Uh, Swanee yep. is a fresh-faced, clean skin. So and year old, uh, me, yeah. is, me is a quite weathered 28-year-old. <laughs> and um, uh, Yeah, so that was the, my last year in 2002 of the Pies and Swanee's first of a uh, fairly decent uh, career that's netted a couple of awards here and there. None that important, as far as I'm concerned. What have you won? Well, uh, I've won the only medal that you can't argue about, Swanee. The only one that's not um, an opinion. The only one that's not, I think, he did well. And the only one, or one of the many... Oh, how's that? What, figure, how do you figure that? Well, the coal medal is the coal medal, mate. You kick the most goals, you win the medal. There's no arguing you that sort of stuff. you kick it yourself, too, to mark it? <laughs> that, yeah, well, stats exactly. don't matter, mate. And I said, mate, oh. if, if you called your award, which is the brand though, and some people, so I think, get a little carried away with it, if you called it what it was, which is the umpire's award, no prick would want it. Well, do you care what they think? This prick would want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, I've won the only one that you can't argue. Well, we need. We, need oh, we to, can argue. Well, well, Australians, no, they don't care. Either. What was your first impressions of Scott Cummings, please, Dane? It was a big one. <laughs> uh, um. Uh, they don't even talk to me. Um, I was just a little pleb in the um, in the corner. There's really back, was. 
yeah, back then, you know, when you first got drafted in the league, you sort of, you know, head down, but I'm just do your own thing and don't get talked to. Now, these days, they're all, it's very all, it's all inclusive. It's like a buffet. Everyone sort of um, gets to say and choose what they want, which... I'm listening. Um, yeah, which is um, a little different. But back then, you sort of had to earn your stripes. So mm. we just kept to ourselves the, the draftees. Even though, did you get drafted or traded? Uh, drafted. I got drafted in the... Um, well, they, some people refer to it as the recycle draft. <laughs> the old blokes draft. <clears throat> it was December. Um, but I um, oh, I, I consider myself a an extreme judge of of football talent, yep. I can pick him a mile away. Mm-hmm. And I looked at Swanee and said, I'm probably not going to waste my time making friends with this bloke. He won't be here long. <laughs> and what have we got here? 258 games, Brownlow, three tokens. Three. You, you can keep going if you want, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it there. We've got plenty of time to go through my awards. Keep going. Um, have we? <laughs> yeah, well, let's hope so. So we don't get... We can't get cut off, can we? So what other impressions? <laughs> this is the one place. Yeah, restaurants, bars. We can't get cut off here. Yeah, well, we? thank fuck for that. <laughs> <laughs> and, we'll and, uh, and there it was. Yeah, well. Three minutes and 12 <laughs> seconds in. Yeah, Who yeah. had three minutes? Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> thank uh, God, so I'm Tell us next. more about the earn your stripes side of things in footy, because, as you said, that, that seems to have changed now. Oh, it's changed. Uh, you got to uh, hug uh, everyone, don't you? Yeah, my word. And uh, I'm not saying what's right or wrong, but I just we just... Oh, you come That's in. A, you come in in a prehistoric age, but I come in in two thousand. So two thousand one, I got drafted, and you sort of had to, you know, just earn your stripes. Get spoke when you're spoken to, and mm. and just do all that kind of thing, which which was fine because you got left alone. So <laughs> you just sort of float around and sort of get lost in the, you know, in the big scheme of a footy club. So safe to say, you prefer to be left alone, do they? Yeah, that, that yeah. hasn't changed. Especially well, exactly when you have to run outside and lift weights. When you just have to sort of. Do your own thing. It was it was nice. You'd get away with a lot more back then. Um, oh yeah. Well, now it's like I said, it's, it's just all inclusive, and everyone you know has a voice from the very get go. Which depends which way you, you know you no, like good. it. But yeah, no. Nah, Earn your stripes. Me, but, yeah, absolutely. Um, they say the young kids come in. Just I think that's half what they want to do too. They don't need put any more expectation on themselves. They just want to get in. Or some want to work hard. Some want to. Enjoy the fruits of their labour by being drafted, and um... we'll, get, we'll get on to Jack Wise later, mate. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. No, but but do you, so do you have memories of senior players saying, "Who are you?" type thing? Um, or not really? I don't really, mate. I didn't really get talked to when I didn't really talk to anyone, <laughs> <laughs> mate. That could have been the alternative name for this show. He's, he's, don't talk to me, and I won't talk to mate, you. Football. <laughs> Going to train was just getting in the way of my social life. It really was, wasn't it? Well, I was seven, I was eighteen in Feb, so man, I never had a drink card before. I was used to, I was one of those ones that used to go to the nightclub and try and get all the drink cards and try and do me best. And football was getting in the way of that. Mm. Um, so man, I was a, I was a shithead and probably didn't deserve to be on the list. But somehow I was like a cockroach and I just couldn't get rid of me. So um, I enjoyed. I got some great memories from the first. Two, three years of my career, but none of them got anything to do with footy. So, um. Um, and, and safe to say um, that there were a few that, if they had their way, you wouldn't have been on the list for much longer. Yeah, probably you included, Arsene. <laughs> I was all for you, mate. Yeah. I absolutely all for you. Once I learnt your name, um, when I'd retired three years later, I was still working at the club. And, what's his name? Dane. Yeah. Yeah, Dane, is it? Oh, he seems okay. But Mick, Mick loved him, or Mick saw something. Yeah. And uh, you're lucky, though, because you were on your last chance with Mick. Yeah, well, he he did tell me I was on my last chance, but I guess looking back at it, he lied to me that day. Um, I'd had, I got more than one chance in the end. But <laughs> How many? I've got a few. <laughs> uh, only a few that you know about, too. Um, 
tell you what, it's amazing. Like the better you become, the more chances you get. It's incredible. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah. It's lovely. That's why Geordie could probably go and do what he likes now because he's a star. So he's probably earned one more chance back again. Do you want to go? You're talking. Yeah, yeah. probably. He's probably earned one more chance. But um, yeah. yeah, I got in. I got in trouble, and then they told me I was on my last leg. So I guess I got. I wouldn't say I got put on the right path. I got put on a righter path and um, smarter path. Yeah, whatever, whichever way you want to word it. But um, that sort of woke me up when I got arrested, and then um, which yeah. time was that? That's the Fed Square. Is that Fed yeah, Square? Yeah, that's Fed yeah. Square. Um, and then haven't been back since. Scars me. <laughs> and then um, yeah, and then I just plugged away, and away we went. <clears throat> and here I am today. Um, who would have thought? It's come on, me and you in two thousand two that we'd be sitting here. Do you know what? I've had that thought over the last couple of nights. And right. I said, if someone told me that, I'd be like, first of all, what's a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> and second of all, who? Which one is that exactly. bloke again? I tell you, it, 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 it amazes me of all the things you've been in trouble for. And we've all been in trouble. Um, some have always taken it to another level. But um, you, you get in trouble for getting in a fight. I, I can't see you mustering up an, near enough energy to get in a fight with someone no, now. No, 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 no way. <laughs> I, I no. can't be bothered. I call them even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Must be punched in the face, not me. <laughs> oh, no thanks. This is my money maker camo. Yeah, oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, well, this is my badge. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what about you when you me. first started? Did you have the earn your stripes moment? Because yeah, you, oh, you yeah. walked into Essendon full yeah. of premiership breaks. Just won a flag. Yeah. And you can imagine me, like, when you're a little bloke, young bloke, you didn't speak. You imagine me not speaking? That doesn't. No, but I didn't. I didn't speak. Mark Harvey, Dean Wallace, all them. Couple fish, of softies. Palmer Thompson. I kick your head off if you spoke at the wrong time. Hey, mate, we'll speak when you when you're spoken to. But uh, no, exactly the same thing. You had to earn your stripes. You had to earn your respect. I was lucky when I got drafted in the end of '92, and didn't come over though. I stayed. It was a really smart decision, seeing as they. Went on to win the flag with in 93 with the baby bobbers <laughs> and she's played every young kid he could find. That was a good decision. Um, career went down after that. but um, And I came over with Michael Pryor, Mickey yeah. Pryor, Essendon player, and then um, West Coast, you now assistant at, um, at Frio. And Mickey Pryor's a bit of a straight, straighty, well, a good fella, but didn't enjoy post oh, after footy like I did. And no, even at 18, I was... <laughs> I found what I liked in life, Ralph. Yeah, long-term long goals. Yeah, I did. And um, I was sort of ready. And so the, the first people at the club said, right, these guys are going to take you out, show you out of Melbourne, because they're trying to convince us to come for 93. <laughs> I, I went to the Anglers Tavern in Maribyrnong with Mark Harvey, Dean Wallace and Bomber Thompson. And <laughs> Mickey Fry, like, we were shaking because we were sitting there with those three blokes, but uh, and then getting on the sauce with them. <laughs> and Bomber was driving, so he was only drinking light beer. Oh. Um and he was, you know, he was, oh, you it's know, a mistake to drink drive, Scott. And, and we'll it get is. to that. It's it on is. the wrong down. Why is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a, a mistake idea. too for Bomber to trust um, Harves and Wally because every time they went and got him a, uh, a light beer, it had a shot of vodka in it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, this is terrific. So ended up at the Tunnel Nightclub and um, it, oh, I reckon stumbled in about 5.30 a.m. in the morning. Roger Hampson was the CEO of Essendon at the time. Rings me at about 8 o'clock in the morning. I've had, hello. Uh, Scotty Roger, we just want to talk about that contract. And I said, um, yeah. yeah. He goes, you're all right. It's not really. And he goes, what did you do last night? I said, I went out with Harves and Bomber and Wally. Oh, shit, mate. I'll ring you back the Savo. Sorry. <laughs> 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 so 
They thought I understood it. Did he ring you on a house phone or a mobile? Did you have mobiles back then? No. No. No, no, no. no. House phone. You're a (laughs) flog, mate. I was was a legitimate question. It wasn't. um, No, and we were staying um, at the Eston Motor in Top of Buller Road. (laughs) Half the uh, people listening to this podcast won't even know what a house phone is. It's a (laughs) thing that was attached to a wall and it has a cord (laughs) and it couldn't move anywhere. Uh, but, 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 but Scott, I believe the house phone didn't have a camera in it. Exactly right, Val. Exactly Another right. Another life no lesson I've learned the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no cameras, no videos. Oh, just... Maybe should, I might get one. I might, <laughs> I fuck it, I'm going to go get myself an old house phone. Don't worry about that. And I'll walk around it's, and just plug it in. It's, it's not you, mate. You're not taking, video, you're not taking secret videos of yourself. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> ah, actually, don't. Yeah, no, no, don't do that. But no, a different time, Ralph. But uh, um, yeah, we, 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 uh, you make your way, and you're older and wiser. So, so fast forward to the end bit. How, how you guys had to earn your stripes towards the end of your career? Did you have like because the landscape had changed? Young kids were encouraged to tell you how to think and act and do. How would you? Oh, how would you take that? Oh, well, as well as you would expect. <laughs> Oh, they're perfect. And I spent the coach told me what to do. I didn't really listen. So well, I don't know what a first year draft was going to tell me to do, was he? Um, oh, well, no, well, listen, game day and that, I thought I, I was pretty selfless and, and I did whatever I did, whatever I needed to do to help the team win. But, you know, off the field, I probably listened to myself a lot more. Um, but not only be, and because all the decisions that I made in my career were all influenced by myself because I wanted to look back at the end of my career and if I'd fucked it up, it'd be on me. And if I succeeded, it was because of me. So that's why I thought about it. But um, we had, did you have leading teams and all that, you know, that, <laughs> that kind of stuff back then? Wow. We, we, we did. They just weren't called leading teams and it was just ourselves just you know, roasting each other. Just, just <laughs> spraying each other like mates do. You yeah, know? exactly. Well, well, I, I got cook each yeah. other. I got told the same thing every time. So like. What were you told? My leading team. Oh, I don't reckon I would have handled leading teams real well. Could you guess what I, could you guess what I, they said about me? Um, you're out of control. No, no, you're going out too much. Yeah, that yeah, it was that was pretty much it. Like you know, obviously, you, your on-field stuff's good. You could lead, a, you know, you could talk a little bit more and stuff like. But we only worry about your field stuff and setting example for for the young kids. And um, what do you say? Well, don't worry, it's under control. Do as I say, not as I do, Scott. Yeah. Um, so that that was pretty much all this I got. Right. It was my off-field behaviour, but on on-field was was fine. This so. is the thing, though. No, this is the Skin thing. Skin folds, that... you know. Coach, oh, yeah. Now I'm listening again. Yeah. I'm, I'm back on board now. Yeah, yeah. diet um, and stuff like that. Um, overrated. Don't worry about it. Um, Pugger kicked thirteen hundred plus goals. Yeah, he did. Folds. Yeah, exactly right. Have but, you got Have you got a memory from a from a leading teams session that you can share without necessarily naming a player nah, or two? Name Just a player. Me, I, I said necessarily. I'd, name a player. But, but where you go? Tell me one that's potted you. Up. I'm sitting here going, well, what am I listening? to? I want to know one that's potted uh, you, and you've just stopped and looked at me, going, "You're fucking kidding, are you?" <laughs> um. <laughs> No, Azad, no, no one really ever potted me. I was like the old compliment sandwich, something nice, and then pot, yeah, then finish with a sam- sandwich. But finish with a butt? Sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, mate, we love uh, you, funny. Yeah, it was but. like, it was kind of, it's kind of that, yeah. You know, and you all, they always say never, everything that comes before the butt's bullshit. So, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, Every word before is inadmissible. Yeah, exactly. So, man, I, listen, I, I struggled listening in them at the best of times. So, especially when someone was, you sort of had to get up. And like sit on a chair, and then they would, um, you know, whoever was running the show would, would tell you what strengths, weaknesses, all that kind of stuff. And listen, it worked for it worked for a lot of people. Got the best out of people. For mm. me, like I was intrinsically motivated. Is that the word? Yeah, I was motivated internally, even 
by playing well on the weekend. So I didn't need people yelling at me or telling me what I did well and what I did wrong to go out there and prove people wrong. I did it internally for myself and, and for my family. That was it. That was the only reason why. I, and for the money, obviously. Um, <laughs> no, well, I wouldn't have, you wouldn't have played for free. No, no. Way. no yeah. have, but this no. is the thing, right? And this thing for this is probably the, the only thing that you'll learn off this podcast. <laughs> you're calling it early. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling it early. Right? Um, different things make different people tick. So if you're a manager out there or you coach or something like that, different things make different people tick. Understand what makes people get the best out of themselves. Now, turning Dane Swan into a Nathan Buckley who lived and breathed footy and you know everything was about preparation and everything was about doing everything possibly that was conceived right uh, would get the best out of him. It makes Swanee do that, and he would have played. He wouldn't have played sixty games of footy. So is that why Kevin Sheedy had this? He wanted a real sort of straight type of full forward at Essendon. Is that how come Matthew Lloyd ended up taking your spot? Oh no, maybe because he was just a lot better than me. But uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, um, no, she's she's had a. Well, he just went after people really, or he went after me and uh, without actually understanding what makes me tick and that's not what makes me tick and that's not how you're going to get the best out of me. Um, So, but that's what he did and that's how he did it and that's why um, I don't rate him, Ralph. (laughs) (laughs) So so we touched on something because I was going to get to it later. Yeah, you've opened yeah, the door. Well, yeah, well, that's well. not that's not the reason I don't rate him because there's a lot of people who did that. Yeah, okay. But you yeah. both opened the door because outsiders are wondering how come Collingwood improved out of sight last year, seemingly across the board, and Happy Nathan and all that type of stuff. That helps. Is that, do you think that balance was was a, a lot better last year? Yeah, well, and I, well, from what I hear, yes. I, I yeah. Um, obviously, I speak to the boys now a bit, and they say that they were. You know the the club is in the best spot it's been in a long time. Like, um, you know their their happiness and you know I guess like anywhere if you don't enjoy going to work, no matter what field mm. you're working, whether you're a plumber or an accountant or you know football, if you don't enjoy going to work or going to train, you're not going to get the best out of yourself. You're going to walk in going, oh, what a pain in the ass, got to come here again. Yeah. And you're going to do the bare minimum. Then you're going to piss off and get home and you know enjoy the rest of your life. But um, and it's probably fair to say when you know. When Bucks first started, there might have been a little bit of that at the start, but um, you know he's just improved every single year, and um, he's got the best out of himself, and now he's got the best out of his his plays, and you know he's done an amazing job, and he's completely different individual. Oh yeah, absolutely, and, completely different, and, the, and it's been an amazing credit to him to be able to stick to his guns and um, have the belief in himself that he knew what was right for the side when you know he was. You could argue if we hadn't made the finals last year, he was probably going to struggle to get another contract. Yeah, yeah. He's under enormous pressure in the way, and he's always been a brilliant media performer, but the way he's handled himself in the media has been nothing short of exceptional. It's been amazing, and the boys are a, in a really good spot. They love going to work. They love playing for him, as you would hear in the media, and as you can see with the, the close bond <laughs> that they have these days and um, with all the hugging and, and stuff like that. It's um, it's great to see, and I'm just a Collingwood supporter now. I've got nothing to do with them, but it's uh, yeah, they've definitely... To transform the footy club, and you know, I expect them to be back in the top four this year. And then hats off to him, happen. though, for a bloke Absolutely. who's so driven, so self-confident, and so one-track driven on the way he sees things should be done. For him to actually go, what I'm doing is not working. I have to change first of all. Is a massive, massive credit to him. But geez, geez, one day, one, I just want to hear when a coach is under siege. How good would it be if? Uh, so, uh, Dane, are you? Um, 
has Buckley still got the players? I've got to be honest with you, mate. He's lost most of us. He is speaking that much shit at the moment. I can't stand being here. I really can't. But, um, oh, well, we'll see what happens. Just love a player, to be honest. Have you ever seen a player go, oh, no, we got full support in him and uh, we, we agree and it's not his fault. It's, we've got to execute the game plan. You look at the player go, you hate him. Yeah. You hate him. So, so we, we should do honesty police this year, shouldn't we? Yeah. We should look for that. Good call. Look for it. Don't mean I have to watch. <laughs> Well, we'll send you. We'll send you links. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. But but would you have been a hugger in that circumstance? Because that I mean, seems. Oh, like... listen, I throw out a hug every now and then. Oh, yeah. Not really. That's how pissed I am. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're not oh, really I'm, affectionate. Yeah. In, in the in the throes of the moment after a big win or something like that. Yeah. But not just. Yeah. Happy Monday morning. Here's a hug for you. Yeah. Um, but. Well done, well done for getting up. Here's a hug. Yeah. Well. You got to earn your hugs. Yeah. yeah. I'm more of a headshake guy or just a tip of the cap. Yeah. <laughs> So I knew Bucks a bit a from the footy show days. I got to know Bucks a little bit. But he had yeah. a good sense of humour. So what I want to ask you is that it's like, but he, he it was like he wanted to keep that hidden. The problem with coaches, though, is that they all think they've got a good sense of humour. He wasn't but, a coach then. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. He was, oh, well, he was serious. captain. Was he captain? Yes. yes. Captains to a lesser extent, but captains, because if your captain cracked the gag or your coach mm. cracked the gag, it was in your best interest to laugh. <laughs> Absolutely. If you can't sit there and go, shit ass, <laughs> shit joke, mate. <laughs> what else you got? You had to laugh. So they all think that they're actually funny people. Yes. Not so much. No, no. But where I was leading is that Mick Moldhouse, I know that you guys both love. That's mm. something else mutual that you got in common. Yeah. He did have a good sense of humour, but he would keep the sense of humour hidden from the public, but not from the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. He was. Um, he loves it. Like Mick, people get blown away. Mick Moldhouse is a practical joker. He well, loves it. You didn't find him funny in his press conferences? <laughs> not over. <laughs> I thought he was a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Um, yeah, I, and Mick loves a gag as long as you do it at the right time, Swanny. Mm. Um, I learned pretty quickly about that. Timing. Just do it at the right time. Timing's everything in, in comedy. <laughs> but, uh, but Mick, you know, you'd be, I remember walking off the ground in, in Sydney. It was West Coast v Sydney. And um, we walk off. We've had a good win. And uh, Mick was, people were, you know, there was a couple of media people going for Mick again. And um, um, we're walking off the ground. I said, mate, why don't you give him, why don't you give him one of those Silly quotes of yours again, like the earth is slow, but the ox is patient. Well, ox is slow, but the earth is patient. Well, give me one that one. And um, he goes, should I? Should I? I've got one. I've got one on my sleeve. I've got one. I said, mate, roll it out, mate, because I'll ask you a question. You answer with that. And then you're completely rude to them. They have no idea what to go from next and press conference over. He goes, right, I've got one. I've got one. And oh, I can't remember exactly what it was. It was a famous Winston Churchill quote. And some young journo goes, and who said that? <laughs> and Mick said the quote. And he goes, and who's that from? And Mick just got the eyes <laughs> glazed over. And that was it. Press conference over. <laughs> but he loves it. I mean, Mick's a great man. And, and Mick is the best ever at understanding that different things make different people tick. I mean, he was probably the one that taught me that. And, um, and that's why if you let Swanee be Swanee, yep. why would you stop this man being who he is if he's playing footy like that to get the best out of himself? And... That's why Mick was always um, very smart by the coach to say, oh, look, suspending players internally only uh, only disappoints the fans. And it punishes the fans and the rest of the team. I'm not going to do that. Well, also punishes the coach with his win-loss record. Who's <laughs> <laughs> uh, smart like that. But, what uh, was Mick Moldas to you, Swanny? Yeah, well, he was, he was great. He, um, he was the guy giving my start, obviously. And um, he was, like I, we talked about earlier, I could have been, or thought I was going to be sacked and, <laughs> you know, Mick sort of saved me. And whether there was a a, a plan behind it, oh, who knows? But 
Um, he, yeah, he, he, whether you liked the way I played or you didn't, you know, he was, you know, so I'd probably my old man, he was the greatest influence I mean, on my career and the way I played. So whether you thought I was good, bad, or in somewhere in between, um, you've got Mick to, you've got Mick to thank for that. Um, he's seen something which no one else did. You know, you see, that's probably right. you know, you hear a lot of, um, I didn't see it real. You hear, I see a lot of Collingwood supporters and they go, oh mate, we followed your career from the start. We knew you were going to be something. <laughs> oh, bullshit. You have no idea. You weren't coming down to West Meadow. You weren't coming down to Williamstown in reserve yeah. reserves when I was starting on a bench going, this kid's got something. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> oh, no way. When it's two degrees yeah, and blowing exactly. sideways down there. Yeah, yeah my mate, first we... game I was in the reserve reserves and I started on the bench. Mate, next spot for me was kicking the footy with the dog in the park. That's where I was going next. No, I knew you had something no, in no, your no, mate. We followed you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, bullshit. way. Don't oh, bullshit a bullshit. I understand, I understand that I was useless and no good. It's fine to be it's fine to jump on the bandwagon when I was going all right. I've been plenty yeah. of room in this bandwagon, mate. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Um, a, it is a good call, that. So, I followed you from the beginning. Did you? Yeah, of course you did. Um, no, you my parents didn't even follow me. go, piss off. I'm not going out there. I'm, I'm not going to Willie at 8 a.m. Yeah, you playing at what time? Yeah. What time are you playing? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Open so, sleeping, so. Yeah, I know. And I just I was just getting home, but I told him to get up. I'm like, I'm not going to get up and play footy here. Who else is? You know, there is there is some some players right that um, could have a drink during the week. Right, I, I generally cut off on a Sunday. Um, yeah, you got a probably reputation that says otherwise. But a drink like yours, you'd have to absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, you can't get a body like this by abusing it, don't you? No, no doubt. Um, and um, so I, I generally would finish on a on a Sunday. And um, nightish, yeah, but I, you know, where was your local? We played on a Friday night, it was good. Um, but um, there were some boys that you play with that would you know would push the boundaries and go out a bit later, be out on a Wednesday or a Thursday. And uh, what was the what was the worst? What was the worst? That right, well, when I first started, I was I was going out Thursday night, Friday night, playing Saturday. When I was like going out Friday night, I'd be on by like midnight, one o'clock. Oh, it's not going out for you, mate. Yeah, oh. just trying to go to a bar and do my best. Oh, having a drink. Yeah, and then playing in the reserve reserve Saturday morning. Your reason at, for that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then going out Saturday night and Sunday. Then yeah. I was sleeping Monday through Wednesday. So, but if if you if you did, that's why footy training got in the way. <laughs> Um, but because there's somewhere to go on a Saturday yeah, Arvo, exactly. You go I'll to the pub on a Saturday Arvo to sleep. But if you, um, well, clearly, if you did that now with everything, you mate, you'd be sucked immediately. But back then in 2002, you could get away with it because there, there was no social yeah. media, there was, there was no Twitter where everyone's got a voice, and there yeah. wasn't a thousand journos for you know all footballers. And, and the other thing was, I didn't have a profile, so I yeah. could do what I wanted, and no one give a shit about me. So that. That helped. Now it's a it's a bit harder, but you're more inconspicuous then. Yeah, too. absolutely. So that that I was doing that for the first year or so, not every weekend, but I was going out way, way, way more than I should have been, and that's why I never got a kick my first few years. But um, that's just what I thought I was. I was a 17 year old, moved straight out of home, never had a job. First contract was thirty six thousand. Um, I thought that was like ten million. Spent every cent, yeah. spent yeah. every cent as soon as I had it. Moved in with um, me mate. And like all of a sudden, I'm getting blood into nightclubs, getting like yeah. drink cards and stuff like that. Yeah. No, I thought I, I thought I was a rock star, and I was a <laughs> shitty footballer. So, so you yeah. talked about playing for yourself. So what was your light? How much of your light bulb moment was you, and how much of it was the club and Mick and so forth saying, "Go and you got to um, snap into it." Go buy me book, and you can read all about it, mate. <laughs> um, but the, the, the light he's plugging his book on his own podcast. His yeah, thanks to Sheed Pedal Service. Yeah, I might, I might write another one. I got um, I got two I chapters could. into his book. I've got yeah. two chapters in a minute. I know all this. 
the good news is, though, my son bought it for me. For my, he wants to read it. Probably, how old is he? He's 11. Yeah, well, give him a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> um, the light bulb, I was honestly like, no one likes to be in trouble with the police. But that, without me being like in, arrested, I guess, or in trouble being charged with what I was charged with, um, I probably would have sort of floated through the next year or two of my career and then got the arse. But because you were charged with a fray, weren't you? Yeah. That's a serious charge. Well, that, mm. that comes with time. Yeah, um, but we got community service and... What do you have to do? Did, um, heaps. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> no, I went out with Brendo and, um, you know, Brendan Noddle. Oh, great Salvo. man, Major yeah. Brendan Noddle, yeah, 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 from the Salvos. Great, great human yeah. being. Fed, fed the homeless, man, did me, did me part. Yeah, yeah. it worked. Yeah, um, so that that was definitely the, the turning point. Um, I thought playing AFL, like every young kid, you're going to play forever and, mm. and make good money and do your best. And for 24 hours, I thought I was going to be sacked and that was... That was the enemy. I was like, fuck, well, you know, what you don't know, you know, you don't know what you've got till it's gone is very cliche, mm. but I was like, oh, well, I'm not good at anything else. I wasn't going back to school. What were you going to do? Well, what would you do if you got sacked? Um, oh, mate, who knows? Like, I wasn't going to do Hubble. Well, What's favourite? What was favourite well, in the market? Probably my dad, dad's a wharfie, so that's probably where I was going. Yeah. 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 So I, I'm not good with the end. I'm, shit, I've got no skills. Oh, well, um, so I'm not throwing stones. I'm with you. Yeah, I wasn't going back to school. Um, what did you, you these, were... these hands aren't made for hard work, mate. Look at them. What about um, your um, your high school career guidance counselor? Yeah, had you pegged for one position, one position only? Yeah, they said I would be a mortician. <laughs> what about that? What about yeah. that? Go, right. the, how'd that come up in ticket box? I don't know. I right. must have no empathy or something. I said I'd be yeah. good. I said it's a heartless, cold soul. Yeah. I was like, right, I should be a mortician, you beauty. And what um, about, sorry. There you go. No, that was, what that about was, Scotty's point about the uh, about Mick's ability to pick what tick makes every individual tick in a club? Um, well, yeah, I think he just understands. And it's more for the senior players. The the first year draftees then obviously have to stick to a, you know, a pretty tight schedule and stuff like that. But the, the more, you know, you're 15 blokes who play every week. And I wasn't all about going out in the piss. It was like... Benny Johnson didn't really like doing weights. He'd do weights in pre-season he thought he had a great summer rig. Which he was, really did, didn't I don't he? know, which is putrid. John o. Um, great man, John o. He yeah. really thinks he's Fabio. Yeah. Um, so he wouldn't really like doing weights. So he, he wouldn't. Um, but then... Um, and, and let me... Can I just point out, we pot John O's rig, right? No, I don't generally pot people for rigs. <laughs> but you will not meet a bloke batting more out of his league mm. than Ben Johnson. Really? Oh, it's ridiculous. It, like... It, Every time I was like, how? How did this happen? Yeah, it's not well. Um, it's a so strange like, situation, but anyway. Like because he knew what he needed. So he'd go up. John would run on the treaty and like do like, you know, three, you know, three, four, five hundred meter sprints. Because that's what he felt he needed to get himself right. He didn't really care so much about weights. But like if we lost, if he played a couple of bad ones in a row, like you bet your bottom dollar he'd be in there doing weights and doing extras. And, you know, Mick would be like, oh, well, you got to start doing weights and do extras mm. and that now. So, you know, there was a there was a, there was a fine play. balance um, in between it. But yeah, the older blokes sort of were allowed to have a little bit of leeway within the within the rules just because they knew what they needed to do to get themselves right. Like, with me, well, I hate, I didn't really like training. By the time, especially in July when it was cobalt time, while I warmed up, we'd finished. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'd rather I would prefer like to get in in the heat room and out and like run on the treaty because yeah. I felt that more beneficial for me because you know I didn't know 
wasn't a great kicker or anything like that, but I, one thing I thought I was okay was my touch. It was always sort of okay. So I didn't feel like I needed to be out there touching footies all the time. I felt like I needed to be able to run mm. and get that mentally like I've had got the K's in the legs on the, on the treaty. So that that's the three under the sprints. That, that kind of is what I felt I needed. So Mick would let me do that. And then once again, if I had a couple of bad ones in, in a row, which was, I think it was once in my career. Um, so I just slid that one in. Oh, no, no, it was a couple more. It was probably twice. Um, I'd, I'd have to be out there training and like you know doing everything and, and tackling and all the stuff that I didn't really enjoy. So um, yeah, it, it was just a great and a great motivator. And um, that's he did give some leeway though, Mick, um, to the senior players. I remember <clears throat> pre-season two thousand and two. Um, I'd come in from you know it was a weight session that morning. And I'd come in, and I've been in the club a couple of months, and um, or a month, month, and um, doing my weights. And Dave Butterfin, who was the fitness coach, um, probably the only one I've ever really got along with, because uh, they're not the same sort of people as me, fitness coaches. Don't get me started on dietitians. Um, <clears throat> but Butters was behind me, and I might have had a little sneaky gasp on the way to training. <laughs> and I'm doing my bench, and because yeah, when you if you were like they, you can't smell them yourself. You, you think you're smelling like Rex owner. And um, so I'd do my bench, and all of a sudden, whoever was spotting me, he'd bunk it off, and Butters would come back and say, I'll spot you, I'll spot you. And uh, he's gone, you smoke. <laughs> I said, oh, I, 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 I don't know, yep. <laughs> and he's run off. He's run off, to, he's run off to Mick. He's run off to Mick, and he's come back five minutes later. He goes, I don't know what you've got on him, but I just... He just said to me, you leave him alone, you don't say anything to him, you let him go about his business, let him be him and leave him alone. Shut up, David. I'm like, yeah, so bugger off, mate. I'll be outside having a go. And then after that, he got on good with him. Yeah, no, no, we got on well. Yeah, but so that was, yeah, Mick, Mick's very good at that. Just giving a little bit of rope, but not too much. Well, something else we're trying to get what you've got in common. Uh, you both retired prematurely. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Shut up. What? what are you laughing at? <coughs> I retired. My own. My own demise. I retired. I went in and saw Mick after 2002, and which had yielded five games and six goals. And, um, yeah, for the exit interview, sat yep. down with Mick, and he pulls his face and goes, I said, I'll retire. I'll retire. <laughs> he said, oh, no, do you retire? I said, yep, I'll retire. Do I retire? He goes, yeah, I think you retire. <laughs> I said, yep, well, I'll definitely retire then. I'll definitely retire. He, he has a different... Um, yeah, understanding of how that conversation went, and we'll get him on one day to explain <laughs> it, and we'll argue it. But um, yeah, no, I'll retire. Swanee. Um, well, I retired. He quit. Yeah, he I, quit. I yeah, well, <coughs> I retired. Obviously, yeah, you did. Um, you were stuffed. Yeah, my foot was. You had a full preseason and then one minute game. Pain in the ass, and I started on the bench too. So. Um, was it round one that you did your foot? Yeah, round one I started on a oh, bench, yeah. which is a bigger issue. <laughs> well, I'm still oh, coming oh, on terms on that. I, I give a hoot about my foot. I started on a bench <laughs> yeah, round one. Yeah, yeah. I, thought I, I thought I was going okay that pre-season too. I thought, but um, yeah, done my foot. And 45 seconds on, it was the first time I ever had donuts in my career. Is that the only game you've ever not touched the footy? Well, I touched it. I just dropped it. <laughs> so don't count. So <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, no, first game without a possession. So... That was good. Forty-five seconds wow. on the field, and um, foot was done. So hung her boots up. Um, what was that? And it was end of two thousand sixteen. I hung them up there. Yeah, round one, two thousand sixteen. When, when did you know you, you wouldn't it'd be too hard to make a comeback? Ah, uh, thirty seconds after I heard it. <laughs> um, no, 
that. I love, they offered me a contract box for say seventy eight goes, we're willing to, to give you one, but you know, you have, you'll have to come back early. You have to come back early. Um, oh. you know, you go, go away now, then come back and start your rehab. And that's what like, he's lost in. Yeah, well, he said, come back like, early. You, know, you have to put in. You know, have to work harder than you know you, what you've ever done to get your foot right. And I just sort of sat there and I was like, well, I, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> I've got some plans. Well, in my head, I didn't say I was. Oh, I don't know if I'm willing to put in the work. And 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 the other thing was, what, what season was that? Fourteen. Fifteen or something like that. But I honestly, I now the main reason why I retired because I don't, I didn't want to come back and not be the player that I think I am or wanted to be. Like if my my brain was still fine and you know, you know if I could think I needed to get to a contest or get out of something while I was doing, if my body was unable to do that, I just didn't want to take the risk and have um, you know supporters. Go, you should retire last year, mm. mate. You're hopeless. Like, get out. You know, they say, die a hero, I'll live long enough to become the villain. Um, so I thought I'd go out on my oh, sword. There and, we go. Um, How yeah. about that? That was punchy. That, that might have been yeah. a compliment sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I did that, and that's, and then it was a good decision. I played a couple of games, you know, in local, in a local league, my junior club last last year, and um, yeah, mate, there's no way I could play at AFL. But in saying that, my um, rehab probably fell by the wayside as soon as I retired. But um, listen, I can get around normally, but there's no way I could stand the rigours of AFL football, like training every day, um, then going out and playing it. So, meetings? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, bit, that really my foot would be really sore in those meetings. So <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was, to get out of there ASAP. Yeah. Yeah, it was absolutely. funny, uh, when um, when he did his ankle, then all the talk started about Swanee's career. And is he going to go on? Is he going to keep trying to play? And We've got a group, Ralph, that um, myself and, and uh, St. Paul Lecure, we have to call him St. Paul mm. Lecure because everyone loves him. How many Copeland? Shit's been in tears. Uh, two. two. Yeah. Only two. Yeah. Loser. Loser. Um, <laughs> Still lived at home when he won them. <laughs> yeah, probably. And um, so Ligger and I said, mate, what we need, we need a we need a good bloke's past players lunch. And we put the crew together. So mm. it's uh, <laughs> Ligger and I are in it because we self-named it. <laughs> but it's Swanee and... And Didac and Benny Johnson and Heath Scotland and Benny Kinnear and Tarrant, uh, Tarrant which is left Tazza, <laughs> Yukovic and Andy Dimitrian. It's 10. There you go. And it's strict rules. Right. Barring the co founder in liquor, you can never have been a part of a leadership group. <laughs> you have to have faced the leadership group at some stage for disciplinary action. Um, you have to have been in the paper for the wrong reasons. Yep. And you can't have any full time employment at the club or you know, any you know, involvement with a leadership group or leaders of the club. So there's ten of us. And there's people knocking down the door trying to get in, um, but it's an exclusive uh, club. Yeah, it was, but it was for retired players. So yep. There was only nine of us at this stage. There was only nine of us, and we were setting up another lunch, and we were going to Movita, and uh, um, and we said, "Oh, I just want to go and play on. Is he going to play on? Is he going to play on?" And um, I think Jono got there and said, "Oh, we need an extra table, next to a seat." I thought, "Swanee's he's coming. Is he retiring?" <laughs> Well, he's coming to lunch. <laughs> I think that's a fair indication. All right, so Swanee just walked in the door, and uh, there it was. We said, I think he's gone, but we'll just play the game for him anyway. So, uh, But now you tried to come back, didn't you? You tried your best. Oh, I did, yeah. Um, when, I knew, when I knew it was time to retire was when I took the dog for a walk, and I was still, still in my moon boot and stuff like that. That's pretty good. Crushes, yeah. Yeah, thought I'd do the right thing. Yeah. Taking my flesh, let him go to the toilet. The bastard ran off on me. <laughs> oh mate, she was seeing me trying to chase him. I wanted to kill him with like crutches in a moon boot. I run around, my foot was killing me. Lighting up like um, what sort of dog forest- is this? Uh- 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Um, Cavoodle or something? Yeah, he's fast. Little thing. He's fast. Cavoodle? He's a Cavoodle, yeah. Um, Barney? Yeah, Barney. And then and that's when I realized, so, mate, this is too hard. So I've given up. If I can't chase a bloody Cavoodle down, <laughs> so there's no hope. I'm going to be able to chase anyone down playing NFL. I was starting to lose them as, uh, as it was. And then... I can't get a Cavoodle come back to me. There's no way I was playing AFL, so that was it. But um, I would have liked to have gone on. But yeah, would you? Are you all right with it, though? Like, are you um, got... Yeah, I'm completely fine with it. Well, if we had been any good, it might have been – I would have been harder to give it up because, well, shit, <laughs> um, it's, it was a bit easier. But um, oh, we I'm, were. I'm just uh, picturing a transcript of this show. Yeah, that... <laughs> well, when I was part of it, yeah, we you were. You really need to we, listen we, to it. You um, need to in context, doesn't it? If anyone puts this in the paper yeah. – not going to come out so, looking good, is uh, it? Well, of course I. Yeah, Told you, we will upset some people. Is this fair or way. unfair? That 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 chat that Nathan Buckley had with you about you know what you'd have to do coming back early yeah. that you just told us about. I, I was sort of picturing Homer Simpson being spoken to by his boss, and it just got to the blah 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 blah. Bucks was very good about it. Bucks. Um, well, I'm not saying he wasn't. Yeah, so no, you no, were no, really taking yeah, it. Yeah, so uh, the rehab bit. I did. And I say, but it was it was my flight leaves in two hours. I have to go. It was hard to give it up. Like, um, like I, I, this it's a massive adjustment. Yeah, like talking to Bucks, and I was like, I don't really want to give it up, and I, I, you know, carry on and talk about how much of a pain in the ass playing footy was, but you know, unless, well, this might be the best. I mean, job not here without did. it. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I, people ask me would I have retired anyway, and I said probably if I hadn't hurt my foot, probably not, because it would be the hardest thing to do to give up something that you know and love. So um, I sat down with Bucks and telling him I was started. You know, when I, I told him first, and mate, apart from my parents, I mean, I'm, I'm done. And like he was super supportive, and it was what it was. But it was, hard. it was very, very hard to tell him and getting up in front of the boys and, and telling them. And yeah. I'm usually up in front of the boys apologising something I've done on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. to to getting up and um, telling him that I retired was hard. But yeah, I sit very happy with it. Like apart from all the, the supporters that followed me from my first early days down at, yeah. at Williamstown, like, yeah, no one would have. If you had asked me to start on my career, would I've done what I've done and played that yeah. you give it in a heartbeat and and I understand I'm a I'm a realist like I you know I don't believe in fairy tales and um it comes for everyone not everyone plays forever and that was my time and it happened and I got it a positive thing I got a year to get my head around it, it wasn't like I walked yeah, in yeah 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 like come out and expected another year and then he retired on the spot it wasn't so. like that mate I told him I retired yeah so um I had a year to get my head around it and and to put some things in place where um which sort of um, helped me ease the burden of, of finishing up and um, got to travel and got to do some 
great thing. So yeah, no, I'm I'm very at ease with it, and it is what it is, and not we a, move on. You know, a um, lot of blokes you see when they announce their retirement of the, that their life is about to change, everything that they've known and loved, uh, their you know, their entire basically adult life is now gone. A lot of them you'll see them cry. Yep, you'll see them in tears. Mm-hmm. You know, they cry, right? No, no. Well, they had a big, they had a big send off. Like they had a big um, well, press conference stuff with me and my parents. When Dad was speaking, when Dad nearly yeah, broke, that was at the, in the yeah, amphitheater. Yeah, there, and the whole yeah. thing. We all came along. To that. Dad was talking <coughs> about me. Beers on. Yeah, there was. I was plenty after. Yeah. And then, um, then Dad nearly broke down, and that's when that nearly got me. But yeah. apart from that, I was, I was fine. Like, like I said, I wanted to come in and go right. You're done. Like I had sort of twelve months to. Oh, six months to get my head over, head around it, and I mm-hmm. told my parents prior to that. And if you're still telling people, get around. up and telling people. So I mean, this is a, this is a difference, right? Yeah. I, I need to know what makes what would make you cry, right? <laughs> because if I, I, I used to, I'm a very emotional person, Dave. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, <clears throat> I mean, I watched, I used to watch domestic blitz, and when the family comes home, you know, that's been battling, and their whole life's been. Oh, I've been <laughs> a feel good story. Yep. Drop me. Right. Drop me, and. and there's always some dust in the air. You know, one of the troops comes home, surprises kids at a basketball game, and the kids are, ah! it was like, oh, it's beautiful. It's I, I go to pieces, huh? A former coach lets, lets, lets a former player play another year on the other side of the continent, yeah. that type of. Yeah, that sort of stuff, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I go to pieces. Um, what, what, what would make you cry? Um, oh, lots of things. Depends what day of the week it is. Mondays are a bit more... Um, <laughs> Nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they, they get me a bit more. They're a bit more. When was the last time you cried? Because it's okay to do, don't. You? I don't know. I, don't know. I'm a, I cry every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't put myself in those situations. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't watch sad movies because I, I don't want to. I don't watch homecoming stuff because I don't. I don't. Oh, no, I know. It's beautiful. Cry. Well, beautiful I'm sure stuff, it's beautiful. Um, <laughs> it is. It's good. You see the kids. They seem so happy and their dads. Sure, I've sure I've cried. Mum's back and it's amazing. I'll note it down for you. Yeah, and then next time I cry, I'll, I'll bring it up here. And, you know? yeah. yeah, absolutely. Just before I, I've got one other common theme about the two of you, but just before I ask you, we of course are here in a nutshell thanks to Sheen's Panel Service, our proud partner. How good are they at Sheen's? Oh. They look after us fantastic. Fifty years, fifty years this year, Sheen. Family business. <laughs> you don't survive that long if you're no good. If you have a smash, how they old will... are you? 45. Well, you ain't got long. Uh-oh. If you have a smash, <laughs> they will get you back on the road. It's as simple. You ring 1300 repair. That's all you do. So, because, so for blokes like us, well, you know, who I, I can't organize much. Um, yep. And I need just a, a one stop shop type thing to sort me. Yep. And, and we plan on um, when we start discussing some issues of the world. Mm. I'm expecting people to laugh that much that they will crash their cars. That's it. But all they need to do, one three hundred repair, and everything gets taken care of it for them, isn't it? That's it. That's all they got to do. Well, they've got 26 panel shops around Victoria. Yeah. We'll probably be global. So wherever you're listening to this, if you have a crash, get your car to Victoria. Get your car to Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, point. They've got over 500 replacement vehicles, all types. So if you're a tradie. No no no, no others do that. No one else really does that. 24-7. Yeah, so there's utes and vans and trucks and everything. The works. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Deal with all major insurance companies and lifetime guarantee all works. So uh, it's just go to Sheen. One three hundred repair is what will get you back on the road. Mm. Swanee, you got back on the road over summer. I'll get to that shortly because okay. I just want to bring up one other thing yeah. that I think you two have got in common. Right. Tell me if this is wrong. You're both very, very particular in what gigs you'll ever do. Oh, absolutely. Or go to. Absolutely, mate. Um, you just can't do everything. No. You don't no. want to do everything. All right. No. Very, very selective. Very yep. selective. 
I did some Googling last night. 12th of January, <laughs> Warrigal Cup Greyhounds. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of the dish liquor. I was about to say, say Warrigal Greyhounds, 12th of January. Australia Day, Sale Greyhounds, coming up, Ballarat Greyhounds, including a couple other sporties. So the one yeah. I'm looking forward to, the Hallam Hotel, Magpie Inc., Swanee Beams, Elliot. Mate, that's what I do. I, I, <laughs> I just give the fans what they want. <laughs> Right, that's Man it. of the people, and that's it for the year. That's it. I just yeah. get them all, knock them all over, and I'm not putting you. For, I'm not putting you for the dishes, mate. Yeah, the dishes are magnificent animals, They're beautiful creatures. And I did a gig to um, October mm-hmm. at the Meadows, mm. and, mild stomping um, ground. Yeah, it is. And um, I did it with uh, with with Coons, yep. and Paddy Dangerfield. Yeah. And they had a big marquee in this joint, right? And so I get up there and Try do a Victor and medalist. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's right. Again, two that. One opinion-based medals yep. and one that, one that factual medal. And um, I get up there and do this intro in front of the marquee at the Meadows. I hadn't been at the Meadows before. And I didn't. I, I did it pretty straight down the line, Swanee. And I went, <clears throat> yeah, and ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a great here. We've got the, the, the bucking bull over there. You can jump on that and the surfboard. And we've got the, the deer hunter games over here. And you can do this. And we've got two Brownlow medals coming up. Adam Cooney and Paddy Danes. It's going to be a great night. And and uh, thought I did a pretty good intro. And got, got this one, you know. <laughs> right on. Jeez, that was tough. And, um, okay, boys, tough, tough uh, mark here tonight. Get Coons up first of all. Coons starts talking. And, uh, yeah, okay, good to be here. And, uh, anyone listening? What the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they piss themselves laughing. And then we've got their full attention. I said, that's what's wrong with me. Intro, just not enough swearing. <laughs> so then every second where we dropped the magic and, yep. uh, and, and, and we but I love the dishy, so there's no problem with that. Not, no, absolutely not. Where, where else are you going? Where else I'm going? Just because you are all horse racing. Do you want to talk about horse racing? We that's going at well at the moment. <laughs> Racetrack, Ralphie. Secondly, the jungle's on at the moment. Yeah, good show. My man Cross over there. Dermy got voted <laughs> out last night. I can't believe that. Seriously. How's Dermy get voted out over some of those other nuffies that are in there? A fair dinkum. Having been there, Dane. I don't know. This time last year. Maybe maybe he doesn't have any social media presence because, look, if you're on Instagram and and Twitter and stuff like that, like, they'll send out a post, like, yeah, like, tweet it, you know. Probably doesn't. Yeah, doesn't. Yeah, well, there you go. So that's as as his first there's There's a bloke in there who calls himself an international model. He's doing catalogs for Target. That international model, Tajay, isn't that international? And he's a flog. <laughs> How does he rate himself? Jeez. Well, Dem rates himself in a good way. Though. Dem has won five day, five night, and one of the toughest and greatest players to ever play. Your hero as a kid was my hero. Not anymore. I met him, <laughs> and and it was disappointing. They say never meet your heroes, Ralph. When you're in a nightclub, we're at boutiques, Swanee. Yeah, just going off the topic a little Friday bit here, which night, I think yeah. we're going to do. Yeah. Um, we're at boutique. I'm sitting there. You know, we're in the early days of boutique. All the pretty people were there, and and me, and I'm sitting there, and I'm on the wild turkeys and coke, which you know, I used to be very, very good at, and sitting there with drinking with my hero. There's Derm, having a drink with Derm. He looks like he's drinking exactly the same thing as me. I'm going, how good is life? And pretty girls everywhere, and I'm drinking with my hero. And I said, Derm, I'll get you a drink, mate. He goes, oh, Scotty, thanks, mate. That'd be fantastic. And what, well, uh, mate, wild turkey and coke, just like me? And he goes, no, no, give me a, um, a Perno and Diet Coke. <laughs> what? What? I don't know what either What's one a, of those things no. are. And anyway, I got it in the bloke, the barman put a straw in it. He assumed it was for a girl. I handed him his drink and said, never meet your heroes. And all the way. What and, is Perno? Oh, it's some licorice type thing, mm, I so think. like a half-brother to Uzo, I think. Yeah, is it? Oh, yeah. There you go. 
So the uh, the jungle, tell us about that experience because I know uh, that's where I'm going with the particulars. Yeah, because yeah. I know you. Uh, yeah, bit absolutely. Of, bit of uh, reality TV legend yourself. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, what would you like to know? I guess the jungle. First of all, I did it because I had nothing else to do. <coughs> I was um I was unemployed. Well, I technically still am, I guess. Yeah. But um, uh, I was unemployed and I just come off the the um, retirement and it was like. Okay, I've got nothing else to do. Do so, something. Yeah, let's go and do it. And, um, is that a strong negotiating point to try and get extra well, money? Well, funnily enough, I was. I, they, made, they must have known I was retiring before because I think they asked me in about August and I didn't retire until September. <laughs> so um, the, the writing was on the wall. He's a good manager. He's out yeah, there working no, for you, old pickers. I think he works in this building. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be, nice, be, nice, be nice to see him from time to time. He just takes a 20% clip of everything I do and leaves me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it'd be nice to see him it's from time to time. Pickers, if you're in here and you're listening, just pop up. Um, but, yeah, no, I I think I initially said yes or um, uh, they asked me. And I went away. I went to South America and stuff like that. And I just, when I'm overseas, I sometimes just lose track of reality and just don't 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 answer emails and stuff like that and just float around. And um, I think by me not, Pickers must be like, mate, do you want to do it it's this much? No. A week ago, by mate, we need to know. So he obviously went back to sleep and go, mate, we can't get hold of him. Okay, okay, okay. So they kept the money kept going up without me. They thought you were negotiating. Yeah, yeah, I was playing yeah. hard to get, even though you were hard to get. Yeah, you just couldn't, yeah. just couldn't get. Yeah, yeah. So um, I yeah. got back. You know, you're not meant to tell anyone that you're doing it. I yeah. told fucking every person on you. Well, and you stuffed up on our WhatsApp. Uh, the group as well, the uh, the good blokes pass players lunch because you said, "Oh no, boys, I'll be um, I can't do that. I'm I'm going to I'm going to South Africa." Um, but it was that was just before you were going to South America. Yeah, right. You sent that message out, and then I reckon about five minutes later, you went, oh, I meant South America because yeah. I, I replied, "Going, yeah, you going, mate? You don't even know where you're going. <laughs> you, you told us you were going to South America. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. I'm going to South America. So we picked up a bit later. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know the reason why I asked everyone just to get their opinion. Like, should I do it? Um, and everyone said, "Yeah, it'd be a great experience." And Go on door, so I was like, I bugger it. Fuck it, let's go. Let's so say off we go. And um I think the the one good thing about um the jungle is you don't need a skill. <laughs> no, no, you don't. You don't. You don't. You just you gotta just like, you. I think I'm as I think I'm as good at doing fuck all as anyone. Is that so is and that, that they're the opportunities you're seeking yeah, now, exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Anyone listening, is that anyone wants me yeah. to come and do fuck all for them, yeah. that's exactly what I'm about. But you'll do it better than anyone else. Exactly. So that's what I think. <laughs> that's what attract. That's what appealed to me. Yeah. And like all the, all, all the all the food and <laughs> all the food and drinking stuff, man. I've eaten oh. I've eaten worse and drank worse on Mad Mondays. I'm pretty sure. So <laughs> and and this stuff. There's that, some awful stuff here. Yeah, but it's all been prepared by a chef. I don't know what kind of job they're getting after being a chef in Celebrity Jungle, but probably not one to put on the resume. Yeah, exactly. But um, mate, I. So I went on it and listen, I really enjoyed it. And like I said, you don't need a skill. Um, so like the cooking shows, reality, like I guess, yeah. you, I guess you don't really need one on Married at First Sight, that do you? No, you don't. You just need to be a dead set loser. <laughs> um, dancing, dancing like the Dancing with the Stars, like you don't. Well, you need to have some sort of. Rhythm. Well, that's what I mean. You need a skill. Yeah. You need to be able to dance, yeah. like um, all that kind of thing. That's why I didn't do that. Yeah. Come on. Were you, were you in? You got asked to do Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, well, they asked me this year, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I said, honestly, I'll pick as a country. I said, mate, the, the amount of money that I have to be paid <laughs> to, to put that. myself through that. He's going to bury the show. And there's been some random shit of me out on the internet. 
and me dancing on TV public would be, the door there. Would be, mate. I said, the most embarrassing. Oh yeah, that would be the yeah, most yeah, embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> Said you would have to pay me a fucking fortune to go on that. Um, no, I just want to see Swanny dance now because yeah. if that's more embarrassing than his stalk hanging out on, on, on some sort of random message, then fuck me. Right, well, so um, did you ever get asked to do Dancing with the Stars? And um, no, not really. I don't Celebrity think. Jungle? You know, uh, probably not. Any reality not show? Has any reality show asked you? I, I think in recent that, times. I think, I think there were inquiries. Which uh, were? There were some inquiries um, about a uh, show. Didn't last long. Cool. Started in a prime spot of about seven thirty on a Sunday, and it was quickly moved to eleven o'clock on a Tuesday. <laughs> on mate, <laughs> yeah, on the secondary. I, I, they, they, I may have, they may have spoken to my management about um, celebrity splash. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you would have won it. It's been a big splash. <laughs> I don't know about that. Absolutely. I think that's where they were heading. The yeah. I um. Do I remember you doing something on Channel Thirty One? Back in the day, was it, I don't, was it Channel Thirty One back then? Back in the day, absolutely, I did. Yeah, and you know Here's what? One twenty. You know? <laughs> Here's one. This is this is one of those ones where I thought at the time, you think, how much fun is this going to be? This will be wicked. And um, see, and I reckon it was two thousand and three, four. I was doing radio with you. Two thousand four. Yep. And um, and occasionally now I still get messages or things pop up on Twitter. Saying Scotty Cummings on Blokes World Channel Thirty One. That's <laughs> <laughs> a that's a twenty nine year old, twenty eight year old standing there with naked chicks. And How do you reckon that shot go today? Oh, I'm not sure it's still there. Actually, it is still there because you see it on their Fox when you go through your Fox Entertainment. Your Blokes World occasionally pops up. Well, late at night. A new one or old ones? Yeah, well, geez, I hope they're new ones hey, <laughs> because they keep. Don't playing. tell me they play old ones and you don't get royalties. <laughs> <laughs> I think I when they said uh, I think they said I oh, will give you. A, um, it's a thousand bucks to come right. on the show, and I said, "Well, okay, but you're going to have to give me some time to raise the money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just need another couple of days." And, and we were doing a show with a mate of ours, Sergio Surge. Paradise, not his real name, Ralphie Surge and the Big Man. And Surge and I were sort of like, yeah, when you're watching, just and your mouth's wide open watching TV. And, <laughs> and, and, and our good friend Scott was on. Yeah. Uh, was it pole dancing? Was that what? I they was were pole into? dancing. I was well, you were. Must have been a sturdy pole. <laughs> it was, it was a, in a warehouse. It was more a column. <laughs> yeah, I was doing some pole dancing, and I think it was a pillow fight on a beam yeah. or something like that as well. Um, yeah, sure that'd go down in a yeah, anyway, that, yeah, well, anyway, climate. Yeah, I don't. I didn't get paid sixty thousand. Hashtag me too wouldn't it. really uh, embrace <laughs> no. that type of show. Hey, uh, so tell us about the jungle. Hey, they weren't forced to be there, Ralph. <laughs> That's true. They weren't forced to be there. Like all cheerleaders now, they're getting banned from the world. They're not forced to be there. No. They want to be there. They like dancing. That's an they're good at it. And they earn money. Yeah. Let them dance. Make so. Future segments, Scotty Soapbox. Good. Yes. Well, I've got a lot of things I want to talk about, <laughs> about how shit this world's becoming, and we're sitting back watching it because people, oh, I'm offended, I'm offended. Bad luck. And just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. Bang on. So you're a southern seaboard legend. What did the uh, what did the hold on? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> where where people southern. watch AFL? All right, what did yeah, it mean okay. you're doing the jungle as far as uh, you know followers and stuff in um, north of the? Border. What did it mean to me? Oh well, not apes to be honest. Oh, I got to give some money to to David Batterford's charity. Batterman, got yeah. some money in my own. The Nick yeah. Foundation. Um, that I guess, mate. The Swanee Foundation. Yeah, it? absolutely. Uh, that went well. Um, then probably that's gone now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, went a long time ago. Um, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, I'm more mad about you because you, you didn't you say your Instagram followers went yeah, up. Yeah, like yeah, went up a bit. Um, I guess more kids know me now. 
from the jungle, not my football, because obviously right. I've been out the game a few years now, and yeah, that's yeah. come and gone. So well um, all these, when I first got it, especially now that you know we've probably had our fifteen minutes of celebrity jungle fun because it's been a couple of seasons since, so it's probably died down a bit. But when I first got out, um, it was amazing. So all the all the kids like just they knew me from that, like kids from the jungle, nothing to do with footy, which was which was nice. Good. Um, so they yeah. actually know you. Yeah. Because you were you on that show. You... Yeah. Remember, when, see, when I first got well, out. Like koala, you slept for 20 hours a day. Yeah. I think well, you'd have to eat something and nothing else have to a do. shit. And... There's nothing else to do. <laughs> and that was it. You know what koalas do. Yeah. There's, well, there's actually nothing else you can do. <laughs> um, massive chlamydia as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but they try and, because the reality TV trick is to try and bore you senseless so you end up saying. Well, they do a good job of that, let me tell you. Because yeah. there's like, you know, like, there's no internet, no phones, no TV, no books. No pen and paper, so mate. No house phones. Yeah, yeah, no house phones, <laughs> no cameras. So, mate, when you like, you know, not like I don't smoke, nor do I drink coffee. So oh, that I didn't have to wean off that, which oh, was okay. nice. Um, but um, there's no sugars, no nothing. So you're on about 800 calories a day if you don't win a, a trial. So um, you know, you lay in bed and you, you got that much clarity with all your thoughts because you've oh, actually no. you've actually got nothing. Like sort of about, about your own thoughts. So so many times, man, I'd have a billion dollar idea in my head going, "That's fuck, I'm going to change the world here." It's gold. Fucking know where to write it down. Why? <laughs> Where'd you forget it? Wow, oh, man, I was goofy. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that's changing the world." Oh, it's a billion dollar idea. I'm never going to have to work again. And I was yeah. like, "Fuck!" Rem- t- ten times remember that day. I remember that wake what up. Was that? What was that? <laughs> what was that idea? That's gone. Spewing. <laughs> I don't even want to say it out loud because then, no, they, no, then they'd just pinch it and yeah. run, well, run with it while I was still in there. So Goes to air. Someone's already patented the idea. Exactly. Yeah. That was a, that was the biggest problem I faced in there. And um, <laughs> Yeah, but you're in there for, you know. Did they haven't come back yet? No, no, they haven't, unfortunately. So yeah. there was absolutely nothing to do in there. And um, you're in touch of tight space. You, you literally couldn't do anything in there. Yeah. Um, oh, no. <laughs> you'd be getting some pent-up frustration. Yeah, absolutely. Was, How long were you in there for? 47 days or something oh, like that. Ruth. And yeah. Scotty mentioned about like the model who not quite knowing about the team. How much did, did having a team background help you compared to oh, act- actors who had no idea? Definitely. About that? Um, I think all the individual artists. Roll some names in there that you were in there with. Uh, well, Casey and I won it. Yeah. Uh, Price, he was in there with you? Yeah, me second. And then Nap, Nap Bassingway, yep. um, Nazim Hussain, Steve Price, Ash Pollard, Chris Smith, um, Jay Lagaya, Lisa Curry. Uh, Carson Cressley, Tom Arnold. Oh, Tom Arnold, he went well. Yeah, yeah, no, he's good. Yeah, he, he came off smelling like roses, didn't he? Yeah, nice. Um, Zipporah, and I'm sure I'm missing. I'm sure I'm missing. Akira, Akira, yeah, Akira from um The Bachelor. Oh, I, I would rather hole punch my ball bag than be stuck in the jungle with her. <laughs> Tegan Martin. Seriously, get the whole get the whole punch out. Bang. So it was a, it was an eclectic bunch. So um, that was it. But I remember when I first got out, because I finished second, I made it to the final. I was like, oh, you beauty. Um, you haven't had me phone 47 days. I was like, get out. And I, Taylor was there, but she'd gone back to the lodge where we were staying. I grabbed my phone. I was like, fuck, I'm going to have a heap of messages here. 47 days. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. It's going to be really popular here. No messages. And I was like, all right, Dale, maybe it's just loading. <laughs> But about half half an hour, no messages. Like, what the fuck's going on here? 
So I was like, oh well, obviously everyone's forgotten about me in the jungle or something. Did you do the I'll turn it off and <laughs> yeah, turn it yeah. back on again or re- reboot so, it? So shit is, obviously all shit's hit the fan back home and I don't know, I'm in trouble. What have, so, what have I done? So I'll ring Taylor, see where she is and we'll go back. Phone was cut off. Telstra had cut me phone off. I've been in the jungle for 47 days. I hadn't paid the bill. No, well, I was in the jungle. <laughs> what am I going to do? That's a fair excuse. <laughs> so so uh, you're in a phone box and you go down. Yeah. Now, listen, Telstra. So I've I'll got get, a good excuse. So I'll get me wallet. I was off. So I'll ring him. Go to pay me. Go to pay me bill. My credit card expired the month before. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I got in there in Jan, January and I left in March. Credit card expired in Feb. Couldn't fucking pay me. Couldn't, couldn't get me phone on. <laughs> All I wanted was some sort of interaction. I wanted one of the hundreds of thousands of texts congratulating <laughs> me on what a good job I've done. I got absolutely nothing. And do I go to God? Do I once tell shit? Just bad yeah, luck. well, then nothing come through. Yeah. So once you're paying back on board, they're, they're not sitting there waiting for you. No, so internet was gone. I was a debacle. Yeah, oh. well, I was very flat. Oh, yeah. I was Pickering I went in doing. There, I went in there to get those text messages <laughs> saying congratulations. Never had them before. What was Pickering doing? No, I mean, where was Pickers? No, probably he in was, this building somewhere doing nothing. Like, <laughs> nah, ignoring me. He was on holidays. So yeah, like exactly. Rolling commission. He was, taking, I was gonna say, he was oh, taking me 20%. Yeah. So Croft's stuck there. Doom's on his way back. But for those <laughs> listening, uh, planning on going to the jungle next year, what advice do you give them as far as forward planning goes? Well, a lot of people like, um, you know, said and said, I don't, like I said, I don't drink coffee nor do I smoke. So like a lot of people like cut back on it and, you know, to try and, get themselves yeah, ready for it. Yeah. I went the complete opposite. I ate and drank as much as I possibly could in the month leading up. So I was like, well, I'm not getting any in there. I might as well just eat and drink as much as I can. But Store it up. Yeah, exactly. Oh, in reality, can't. there's really nothing that can prepare you for it because you're, just, you're literally in there on your own and do nothing and just you got to be around <laughs> 11 <laughs> other people. Um, Scott, could you imagine someone eating as much as they can before uh, starting a challenge? <laughs> Jeez, you just want to be invited. Come on, starts his Monday challenge by doing that on the weekends, <laughs> every Monday. You know, because uh, I might have had lunch with someone who had a uh, sp- uh, spaghetti, uh, what, what's the one with the bacon? And, and oh, carbonara. Carbonara with extra cheese, extra bacon. Bacon. With someone the day before they did a Gen for Men challenge? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you did too. And um, you know what? My wife uh, cooked me a roast pork that night as well. And, uh, and I think she got some veggies. Um, yeah, no, I loaded up, loaded up because, yeah, no, yeah, well, that makes sense, Ralph. You're yeah. about to do Jenny Craig and you're not going to eat much. It's not dissimilar. How, was it? How big the were the. I was cranky for two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Uh, my poor wife's trying to make everything tasty and nice for me. And the meals are okay. The snacks are pretty good, but they're just so small. Yeah. Portion control. <laughs> Two most hated words that, in my is life. that the big problem? Is portion, portion control. control. Did yeah. you eat the, eat, like, eat the foil? <laughs> oh, the cardboard box was good sometimes. <laughs> and sometimes you just had to get a little bit of extra. No, no, it was all, that was actually all good. But, yeah, no, I loaded up. Yeah. No, no doubt about it. Preparation. As you would. Scott, as preparation. You, <laughs> failing to prepare, Ralph, is preparing yes. to fail. Now, before I said about <laughs> the, uh, about the, you know, you, you, you're not overly sensitive about what gigs you take. Prior to doing Gen for Men, what... Well, Ralph, what? I'm not sure if you know, but you can't pay your mortgage with going in and giving your, your bank manager a hug. Too right. <laughs> they, don't, they, don't take, they don't accept that. So that's it. that being said, prior to Gen for Men, what, what, what maybe commercial deal might you have done with the TAB? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good, actually, because I did the... The Fat Footy Quaddy. <laughs> that was that TAV promotion, the Fat Footy Quaddy. Yeah. From one to the other. Yeah. And then did Jenny Craig. It worked beautifully. <laughs> yeah. um, TAV, if you want to come back, 
<laughs> I can do it. I can run the same promo <laughs> for you again now if you like. Now uh, I mentioned that Sheen gets you Sheen panel service gets you back on the road. One three hundred repair mm. is just that simple. If you mm. do happen to have a crash, they will get you back on the road. But Swanee do everything. You, if you even if you rang one three hundred repair, you couldn't have got back on the road over the summer. You didn't because... have a crash over summer, did you? Focus uh, well, right. That'd be no, no, I wouldn't. No, I didn't. Right, that's good because I'd be dobbing on myself. <laughs> Why? So I didn't have a license. Oh. no, did no. Did you let it expire? Yeah, absolutely. Were you got, in the jungle. Got that on points. Points. Yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, point oh five four is a that's, point I got done. Now that's no, not no. much. No, it's not. Uh, it's not uh, condoning it, of course. No, no absolutely not. not. But no, it's no. not much. So talk us through what actually happened. Just for those. It was yeah. the morning after. Yeah, it was the morning after. And listen, I trap for young players. I said this. I've had to go do my my counselling courses for for the what I was um, told to do. And I've no, never. You I've never. About that too. I've never intentionally drank drove, and I was something I never would do. But in saying that, the lesson I got was the next morning. So I'd. I'll, I'll go to the story, but I had, I'll tell you the story in a sec. But I had about eight hours sleep and woke up and Which felt is, felt completely fine. That's so eight that's hours was seriously that's yeah, three exactly. days worth. Yeah, so Color. looking back, I've probably you know, unfortunately probably drank drove more than you know a handful of times going to training the next morning or just doing it. But I've never intentionally set out to drink drive, or nor would I, because it's it's obviously it's a bad thing to do. But obviously, I got I got pinged for it, so um, I've learned my lesson and we move on. But so what happened? I blame the footy show. I think that's why I'm being redeployed, Scott. Um, so yeah, so well, I was at the footy show. I had the footy show. Redeploy- is that like being a required yeah. player? <laughs> I was redeployed a few times yeah, too, Sean. Yeah. Um, you got the ass, didn't you? Let's get I back redepl- to that. I've got to read it. We've got plenty of time. We've got plenty of time to talk yeah, about that. Yeah, we do now. We'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, so I w- obviously I went out and grand final footy show, and I had a lot of driving to do. The Friday, because I had a couple of functions to attend, Ralphie. <laughs> Man of the people. Yeah, exactly. Dishes. Um, the people. Yeah. I don't, so, That's right. so I left my mates out about 2.30 in the morning. Well, I left, I left them. They were like, stay. And I was like, no, no, boys, I've got a shitload of driving to do tomorrow. I've got to, I want to be... Good for tomorrow. Did you say goodbye to people when you left? Yeah, man. I actually patted myself on the back. I was yeah, that's huge. I was super impressed with myself. I, I Do you say it. goodbye? You, you, you uh, say goodbye. No, actually, you know what? I don't know if he's ever said goodbye because I've always gone before him. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's a darn good question, Ralph. Do you say goodbye? No, or you d- just go. Depends who I'm with, because yeah, smoke bomb. Because it's sort of an unwritten rule yeah. amongst my friends. If you if you get caught leaving, you got to stay. Yeah. For one more. So you kind of, or if you're going to say, you've got to yeah. sort of say. It's Kevin so. Buddy Wilson rule. Three calls. Yeah. Time to go. Oh, that's your first call. And you can't make another one for half an hour. Yeah. So, mm. so, so I usually smoke bomb. But I said, boys, I've got a, a good excuse. If you don't have a good yeah. excuse, then you smoke bomb. But if you've got a decent excuse, well, yeah. you know. You I'm driving my car tomorrow. Yeah. A lot of driving to do. Done. So I was like, that's fine. That's good. So man, I got home and I was, had about eight hours. So I woke up about 11.30. Mate, um, in the morning. I was strutting around like a peacock. I was, I was How super, fresh were I was you? super pumped with myself. I was like, <laughs> jumping in the shower. I was like, Fuck, I feel so good. Like, I'm good as, good as gold. I'm like, really proud of myself for leaving um, yeah. early. Well done. Got in, I didn't, and I didn't eat either. I jumped in the shower and I was running a little late. So I was like, oh, no, I'm fine. And usually in the morning, I'll go past 7 Eleven or something, get an up and go, or, you know, just a little brekkie shake or, or a pie or something like that. You know, early um, McDonald's. Yeah, so well, I have, but I prefer an up and go. It gets me up and going. Um, <laughs> That's got the vitality of three weeks. Yeah, exactly. So um, I drove straight past the Seven Eleven, and literally the next stop, they got me. So um, I thought I was fine. Like the, the guy goes, have you had any drink this morning? I said, no, so we just woke up, sweet as. 
You would have been sitting there going, yeah, good on you, mate. Give me that thing. Yeah. Let me blow in that thing right now for you. Yeah, he's a turning engine off. I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. Kidding me. Really? Yeah, so I went back to the station. Obviously, blue, blue, point oh five four. And before I got out of the station, Benny Johnson rang me and I was like, bullshit. I said, no way. Yeah, I was like, no way. Yeah. He goes, mate, you just get done drink driving. I was like, how do you know already? He goes, it's on the radio. <laughs> I was in the station right? 20 minutes. So yeah. I don't know who, where it come from. It's but almost like you're easily recognisable. I don't know, mate. I couldn't believe it. And then it's just crap, though. I mean, sure, police, can, they, they get an earn. Oh, they get an earn from a for a tip off to media people. Can I read you through the headlines? Here? A little cashy after it happened. Can I read yeah. you through the headlines? Yeah, please. Tell me if this is reflective of the media in this country. News.com.au. Dane Swan charged with drink driving. Okay. Yeah. Accurate. The age. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty responsible. It's strange for news. Not going to the age. Dane Swan nabbed for allegedly drink driving. Yeah, well, allegedly. Guilty no, as charged. Yeah. Daily Mail. AFL bad boy Dane Swan <laughs> caught drink driving. <laughs> oh, the Daily Fail. <laughs> um, yeah, so. I had to go from a bad boy. To oh, the mate, it's absurd. And then, so, Mrs. had planned a big day out with all her friends because of public holidays, grand final, yeah. Eve, big day out. Oh, I've been done drink driving. She wasn't super impressed, so <laughs> she had to come pick me up and drive me down to like Frankston and Mornington Peninsula. So, so she did your driving for you? Yeah. Oh, so good. You could say um, the the weather was beautiful outside. It was a little frosty in the car. <laughs> so That's fair to so, say. So um, Tyler, Tyler wasn't real happy with that phone call you got, eh, bud? Yeah. I'm sorry, she had to drive. She had to, yeah. <laughs> well, she handled the other <laughs> ones. Yeah, not great. Um, so she had to drive me all around. Then there was a cameraman. Uh, one of the obviously because it was publicised which one I was going to be at, oh. so they were waiting there for like grand final. I think I've something better to worry about than yeah. me, you know, blowing point oh five four on the, you know, no, the next day. So, so, stopping it. <laughs> so I'll get out. I get out the thing, and um, uh, walking to the car, and I could see him coming. I was like, I'm, there's no point running. So we get there. I get so they charge towards you. Yeah, I get in there. I get in the car, and, and Taylor's just. As they're they just held her hand on the horn, so well they couldn't speak. So ah, she's good. And then I get in the car, and the cameraman um, was had his um, fucking camera right. <laughs> that's what I was looking for. <laughs> right, um, right on the window. Like, and I was going to look the same uh, yeah. second band. I've been lucky enough to drive a, a freeway Ford Mustang, so yeah, that's nice, a, it's a beautiful car yeah. thanks to Cameron Katrina down there yeah. and. Um, and it was staying, he was just staying there. And like, we Taylor was reversing out of the park and he just refused to move. So Taylor ran over his foot and you should have seen him drop. Like, you know, like in the wog boy, you know, in the wog boy, he's going to have a neck brace <laughs> yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And like, I thought, oh, here comes a lawsuit. Don't worry about that. And then, um, so we, she drove, it was like Bonnie and Clyde falling down the freeway. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, but like, yeah, so that was it. And then I got steel cap should be. Standard issue for journos that are pests like that. Mm. I'm thinking so. Yeah, so three months, loss of license, counselling, and interlock, and six months interlock I got. Um, so are you back driving now? No, well, actually, after this, I I'm technically I'm, I'm allowed to get my license back, but um, I'm going today after this to Vic Roads. I've been putting it off for as long as possible, but oh. it's going to be a great day. I've got to sit in Vic Roads and take a number and get me license back. So I've completed my um, my counselling course. So. So, so talk us through some of the counselling well issues because that sounds a bit like leading teams type leadership. Yeah, it was. Um, they look after you at all. They say, can't we? You can just do it. Well, people take video of you. No, Vic Roads, no. They didn't. Um, really? No. 
Um, so I got in contact with me, the, the lady who does the course. She was lovely. Um, <coughs> she was great. Um, she was lovely. She was. She was really nice. Um, and she was like, oh, I'm going to put in a request to Vic Rhodes for you to do it one-on-one because... Oh, nice. Yeah, and, and for obviously a myriad of reasons. And I was like, well... if You've been was, shamed enough. Yeah, but if there was a group of eight, you know, like confidentiality, I know it's meant to be confidential, but they, everyone would have went and told, yeah. you know, people what I was saying that in there and um, I wouldn't have probably opened up and felt comfortable in there. So there was a few things. Um, and Vic Rhodes came back and hit on the head and said, bad luck, you're not allowed to do it. So, um, no, well, Vic Rhodes can... You know what they can do. Um, yeah, well, you got to go in there. Yeah, exactly. So wait till well, I'll pot them after I get out of there and get yeah. my license back. But yeah. um, and then so I did the course, which was I ended up doing it on my own anyway because um, the lady put it like a new course in, no one else <coughs> applied for it. So I ended up doing one on one anyway. So we all worked out it and got it done. And now I've got to go get interlock, which which is aren't cheap to be honest. And yeah, the offender has to pay them, yeah, fifteen hundred or something. Then you got to yeah. get it serviced and. My figures want me to have an interlock. Asbel, you pay for a Vic Rhodes. Well, why do I? Th- I don't want it. Why, why can't they pay for it? Well, you, drink, you drink drive. I know I've done the wrong thing, and I'm I'm willing to cop the consequences, but I'm not willing to pay for them. Yeah, <laughs> 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 so you got to pay for it to get in, but then they come and download the data as well, yeah, don't I'm they? I don't know. Well, so I've got to do that. Um, I've got to get my license back today, which is, which will be awesome. Um, down at Vic, Vic Rhodes. How did Freeway Ford feel about an interlock being put on their Stang? Yeah, well. I feel fantastic. About it. Yeah, <laughs> um, cool. No, no. Well, I just can't get it drilled in, or so I don't. I don't even know yeah. how it works. So as long as it doesn't uh, doesn't ruin the car, I'm yeah. sure it'll be fine. And my missus is the most filthy about it because we've only got one car, so she's had three months of luxury of driving. You know, the Mustang around doing mm. as she pleases, and she's kind of a little bit entitled to think it's her car now. Well, so, well <laughs> guess what? I'll, I'll be getting it back, and I'll be having it. And, um, and she loves it. So back to the trim. You and as I said, the bus suits her. Yeah. So, <laughs> So we want to build segments as we go through. Yeah, the, sure. We'll just Scotty, make them up as Scotty we go. Scotty Sobox. I, Dane, Dane just had, gave us a quote about five minutes ago. Can I just run this? Yes. Yeah. There's a chance, possibly, of doing this as a weekly segment. The missus wasn't overly impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's got Great. legs? Yeah, that's got legs. That's not <laughs> a segment. That's a whole podcast. It's <laughs> a series. <laughs> no, that's definitely got legs. It's time now for... The missus wasn't that impressed. I love it. Wasn't it. overly. Overly impressed. No, no, no. We can all chip in there. Don't worry about that. Do you want to start? Yeah, that's oh. a great one. Write that one down, Ralph. That'll come back. That'll make an appearance. And um, you know what we'll do as well? Um, we will put the call out to who people mm. at the right time yeah. to say, give us your questions because um, yeah. Yeah, ask Dane. Yeah. Ask Dane. Or, or ask Dane. I Anyone. Like I think we might um, have, like, we might open a, a Twitter account or something like that and people can... Can ha- can hashtag a work involved in all, I, this, I can all these ideas. I mean, these I, ideas are good. I'm pretty flat out ha- during the day, so um, <laughs> I should be able to squeeze it in somewhere. So right. people can hashtag yeah. whatever Swanee and Scotty. Uh, Scotty and Swanee. Pardon? It's Scotty and Swanee. What is Hump Day with Scotty and Swanee on first your What is it, Ruffy? It's thanks to Sheen Panel Service One Three Hundred <laughs> Repair. This has been Hump Day with either Scotty and Swanee <laughs> or Swanee and Scotty. Well. Uh, Scotty and Swanee is, well, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually the app. Right. <laughs> Perfect. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.